Hi, and welcome to Hack the Net, where every week we provide the internet with the life hacks that they need to get through the day. I'm Matt Heron. It's me, Jeff. I'm Louisa Heron. I like this new streamlined opening. Was it streamlined or stream of consciousness? Uh, It was... I'm working... workshopping it. I don't know if this is the final form of it, but um, Mm. I realized that our show is called Hack the Net, and we don't... (laughs) do anything that relates to the name of the show whatsoever. <laughs> of course. I don't like that about us. <laughs> <laughs> because I mean, we're not equipped to hack the net. I'm certainly, certainly not. True. Well, <laughs> well, I think when we picked the name, the reason we picked it is because it's hilarious that the three of us mm-hmm. are doing a sh- the show called Hack the Net. Hey, yes. I know how to use a Tor browser <laughs> yeah, to I connect to partic- Onion Net or whatever. <laughs> I once participated in a DDoS attack. Did you, or did you get caught up in one? No, no, in, in college, there was, like, a thing where you could install on your computer that they could use your IP address for DDoS attacks. Mm-hmm. I don't mm. know. I was a part of Anonymous once. I wasn't. I just let them use my computer <laughs> yeah. one time. Yeah, and then on a watch list, I bet. <laughs> they, used, they used that to dox a single mother who then died from being ddos too hard. <laughs> no, this was, this was before Anonymous did that kind of stuff, back when all they did was bring down government websites, which I think was probably for the best. Uh, I remember it was, God, I, I, fr- I think it was on some website. Somebody tracked down one of the, like, prominent uh anonymous people uh mm-hmm. which i already bristle at the name anonymous being used to refer to a specific group of people because part of the joke is uh because if you don't fill out your name on 4chan it just puts you as anonymous the yes. the gag everyone is doing is that there's one person named anonymous who posts a lot on 4chan mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that's pretty good and, uh but they they tracked down someone who is like prominent with the guy fox mask we're watching you hacker movement mm-hmm. um and the thing that made anonymous stop doing stuff was the 2016 election <laughs> yeah uh, it split them down the middle. There were people okay, who yeah. were, there were, like, half of them were like, uh, yes, epic trolls to elect the dumbest man ever to be the president. And the other half were like, we should do a revolution online. And then they just, like, splintered. Yeah, that's a shame, because I do feel like, in general, the ethos of Anonymous for a while was something I was on board with. Um, and, like, Here's the thing. I genuinely feel like there are some people who are not very vulnerable to political changes who thought that it was a funny, good thing to, as you say, elect the world's stupidest man to be the president, to Mm -hmm. be like, ha-ha, like, we're showing that politics doesn't matter. But instead, they showed that politics extremely matters, and also, they suck. And also, if a, if normies find out about a 4chan joke, it ruins the entire world forever. Yes, it is absolutely wild that, like, 13-year-olds who thought it was funny to pretend that a hand gesture was something to do with being a Nazi then convinced their own moms to, like, wear Gathering Storm t-shirts with a hand gesture on it. Like, fuck, man. You fucked up as bad as you could. The internet, like... You could fuck up on the internet in so many ways, but this is the worst one. I think Ooh, that could be our tagline, I think. You could fuck <laughs> up on the internet in so many ways. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I think that it is uh, probably considered a victory to um, to 
certain people in that uh that sect that they role played being like a CIA guy who was like actually Trump is a secret genius who's smart and cool and he's stopping all of the uh vampire pedophiles in the Democratic Party. Um, and, like, they had fun doing that little joke, and they probably considered a massive victory that a bunch of boomers found it and were like, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yes, but part of the failure is not realizing that you have failed. Like, I feel like many of these people will continue to think that this was a success right up until they themselves are drowned by, you know, rising oceans or whatever. Mm. No, they're they're going to say, I'm not mad, I'm actually laughing until uh, until we're all drowning in our own blood. Yep. But yeah. then they will also be drowning in their blood, so then we'll have the real victory. I thought the show was going to be cool and, like, uh, Tron, where we just, like, ride light cycles around and there was cool glowing stuff. And instead it's about all the bad parts of the internet. What's happening? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. We All we got is, like, the rainy giant billboard LA, and we don't have, like, the robots talking about going to space and being sad. <laughs> Yeah, man, if Blade Runner were real, those robots would be so much better people than we are. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that's the point of Blade Runner. Oh yeah, maybe. That they have I, uh I haven't seen it, but I <laughs> read Brad, other Bradbury uh, right Blade Bradbury. Runner. Uh, uh no, it was um Philip K. Philip Dick. K. Dick. Yeah. Okay. Well, well I have guy. read that book. <laughs> <laughs> the Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep, and all of his books are basically about how robots are very bad, but humans are worse. Yeah. Uh, I I can't find the title of it, but there was a short story that I'm pretty sure is Philip K. Dick that I read in college, where the plot of it is basically sort of like the Truman Show, but it was written in, like, the 60s or 70s, so it's not a TV show, like, do it, like, all of the world is created for this one man by, like, aliens who are playing a prank on him, uh, and- I think it's aliens. Yeah, aliens who are playing a a prank on him. Uh Um, and he, like, he goes to go out the front door while it's raining, and he's like, oop, forgot my keys, and goes back in, like, too quickly for them to make sure the rain is also happening out back, and he sees Uh out the back window, and it's sunny, and he's like, what the hell? And that's like that's like the the domino that starts the chain reaction of him discovering that his whole life is a prank played on him by aliens. Cannot remember the name of it. Not entirely sure it's Philip K. Dick, but gosh, it sounds like it, right? I guess it also sounds a lot like that episode of The Twilight Zone where the person gets stuck between two seconds, where they're like rebuilding the universe. You remember that one? So no, I don't. But that okay. does sound like it. <laughs> It's so stupid. Well, it's like, the same idea as the Matrix, isn't it? It's like that uh, maybe everything we assume is happening isn't yeah. happening yes, on but, its own. But the explicit explanation on this episode of the Twilight Zone is this person somehow slipped between two seconds mm-hmm. where there's Into the this, Twilight Zone. Right. Where there's this crew of people who, like, go around and move everything one nanometer or whatever so that everything can happen in real time. And they're like, okay, well... I'll just jump back in when the next second happens. And they're like, that's not going to be for 10 million years. That's how long it takes us to move everything. Fine. <laughs> Fine. God, what a good show. God, but love that show. How do they move? How do those people move if this is your explanation? Is there another crew? Uh, is magic. it crews of people all the way down? Magic is real. Yeah. 
Doesn't make sense. Is this <laughs> a matter of minutes show, from the uh, 80s Twilight Zone revival? I don't think so, but admittedly I only remember it from when I was like 10, so who knows. Ugh. I feel oh. like I remember it in black and white, but boy, I can't be sure. This one was written by Harlan Ellison, uh, called A Matter of Minutes, and... Uh, based on a short story called Yesterday Was Monday, a couple who accidentally discover that every minute of time actually takes place in a different location, each carefully crafted to maintain oh, the illusion of continuity. Not That's not it. Uh, ooh, <laughs> There's so many that are almost but, that. <laughs> but hold on. Every minute? <laughs> That's mm-hmm. a very different thing than every second. Like, so... So the universe can spin on for 60 seconds, but then it has to stop and then someone moves it somewhere else? Yeah, the, these people are supposed to be at 9.33 a.m., but they accidentally hopped over to 11.37 a.m. So that's yeah. still being built. That's so stupid. <laughs> also, that's like even stupider than I thought it was. <laughs> uh-huh. Assuming that this is the one and it's not a different one. It, who knows? I mean, I often confuse... Like, the old Twilight Zone with the updated Twilight Zone with, like, episodes of Are You Afraid of the Dark or whatever. <laughs> uh, the Twilight Zone about the skeleton in the pool, like Jeff yeah. was talking about last week. <laughs> there's there's Are You Afraid of the Dark where a guy gets trapped in a pinball machine. Tell me that's not a, oh, yeah. like, yeah. a, a script they found behind the file cabinet of Rod Serling. Yeah, if if there was... He trapped in a cigarette machine in the 50s, but no, we have to update it. Pinball. Oh, man. You guys remember that episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark where they've got uh, x-ray specs that let them see into another universe that's trying to destroy our universe? What that the hell? No. No. Oh, that's such that a like, fucking good episode. Isn't that just They Live? Uh, I don't know. Wait, which one's They Live? It's the... Oh, when you put on glasses and find out that everyone's like a replicant. Oh. No, no, no. It's like... So he's, he puts on x-ray specs and thinks he can see ghosts, mm-hmm. but actually what he sees is, like, a parallel universe version of himself, and so then they try to, like, exercise this other universe so that they can keep living, but then the episode ends with that other universe winning and the universe we've been following all along being cast into purgatory Ugh. for all eternity. It's so good. I yeah. love it. I used I to be these dumb shows. I used to be really confused about which children ho- children's horror show from the '90s that Ryan Gosling was on, and then I discovered the reason I was confused is because the he Goosebumps was on an episode of Goosebumps and an episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark because they were both <laughs> shooting in Vancouver at the same time. Yep. Oh man, everything was shooting in Vancouver at that time. Yep, and it's it's happened. Vancouver's back on top, baby. Everybody's oh, running yeah. around dressed like a cheap cosplay version of a DC Comics character. Mm-hmm. Or Archie. Or Archie, yes. <laughs> when uh, is that crossover coming? Oh, God, right? Oh, it must be. Oh, man. The Flash can run super fast, but uh, Jughead eats all the hamburgers in the world, and so the Flash starves to death. Yeah, I want to see Jug- itself. Jughead gets uh, <laughs> possessed by a reverse Flash, and he Love runs around it. all the world and eats all of the hamburgers in the whole world. So good. Yep. Uh, and then uh, Veronica and... Betty? Betty, thank you. Uh, get the Firestorm <laughs> Matrix infused together. Oh, hell one. yes! 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 <laughs> ah! You triggered Jeff. <laughs> My hair is standing up straight and yellow, and I'm just roaring, glowing in, in golden energy. Oh, <laughs> Don't you hate it when we're doing one of our, let's face it, very stupid bits, and then we come up with an actually good idea? <laughs> 
God. I feel like that's how most writers' rooms work, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, so someone else remembered this Twilight Zone in the same incorrect way you did when I was Googling for it. Uh-oh. Mm. 80s or 90s TV episode where a man trapped between two seconds sees worlds deconstructed and rebuilt, and someone else is like, yeah, it's that. It's the matter of minutes from the 80s <laughs> Twilight Zone. Uh, this has to be a Berenstain Bears thing and not just me misremembering something I saw when I was eight. No. <laughs> That's the only explanation <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, you've been launched into the uh, alternate universe that's trying to destroy ours. Okay. Well, as long as I'm in the one that wins, I don't care. <laughs> but yeah, but around you to, don't... Uh, anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> yep. You don't have a little goatee, so they'll know that you're not one of them. I you mean, do, I have, do a have a little goatee. <laughs> oh no, uh, then I guess the other version ver- universe of you wouldn't have a little goatee. Yes, that's right, so I'll just kill him. <laughs> Alright, problem solved. Yep. That's what uh, we do here, we solve problems. It's true, that is what we do here. Matt, what have you been up to this week? So I've been getting into a game that I should have been into for a long time, but haven't been, which is Cookie Clicker. No, uh, no. Nope. You guys know about Cookie Clicker? <laughs> I've never played one, a little bit. I never I never played the game Cookie Clicker, but I know that it spawned the genre of uh, idle games. Uh, yeah, well, I don't know. It, there were it other popularized idle games it, but... it. Yeah, and it, you know that I like an idle game in general, but I especially like an idle game with hidden complexity, um, which is what sort of Cookie Clicker's claim to fame was all along. Uh, it is extremely good in that it is like a idle clicker game but then there's a plot to it like a genuine storyline uh and lots of mini games within the the like things that you can build you can open up like banks but then within the banks there's a stock market mini game Hmm. Um, and I like that it moves along in a decent clip one of the things one of the problems I have with modern idle games is that it'll be like yeah, it's so complex. There's lots of cool gameplay elements. You don't really get to them until you've played, like, six or seven thousand hours. It's like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> the fuck? Matt, did you ever play Armory and Machine? I don't think so. That was the first idol. I think it's only for phones, but it might be for computers, too. But it's, uh, that's the, that was the first idol game I came across that had, like, a plot. Like, mm-hmm. whenever you unlock a new thing, it, like, shows you some story, and there's, like, a battle mechanic where you're sending robots that are maybe people uh to their deaths or whatever you're just describing neon genesis evangelion yeah i'm telling you matt to get in the goddamn robot (laughs) yes exactly um yeah well maybe i will try that at some point but i i like this kind of game because it's sort of the equivalent of those like clacky balls that you can have on your desk at work where if I'm trying to think about something, especially for work or, or a project I'm working on or whatever, it's nice to have something that my eyes and hands can be doing while I'm thinking. Yeah. So I don't get antsy. Uh, and so mm-hmm. it's great. It's it's a, it's a good little restful thing for your mind to be doing. Uh, you guys probably noticed when I was playing D&D the other night, uh, the thing that I do so that I don't... Uh, I occupy that, like, lizard part of my brain is, uh, I was playing Happy Cat Cross on my phone so that I could oh. pay attention to D&D better. Yeah, uh, but I... I'm also very embarrassed about, uh, doing that, so I Why? <laughs> tried to hide it. Uh, I feel like it's, it's, uh, a stigmatized thing 
to seem like you're not paying attention when you're doing something that helps you focus. You should get into cross-stitching, Jeff. It's just Picross, but with physical stuff, and people respect it for some reason. Yeah. Well, then you can have something on your wall at the end of it. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I should, but it's, um, you know, another hobby that I would pick up and then put down and... <laughs> You know, I have so many of those already. <laughs> have little that's pieces true. of embroidery thread uh, oh, all over your living space yes, for the rest of your true. life. <laughs> but don't you guys feel the thrill of when you start a new hobby realizing that you can buy a bunch of shit? Yes! <laughs> uh, there's nothing like it. Oh, yeah. I can't Ooh, buy well, anything I until I get paid right now, because I'm broke. <laughs> I need to buy this special table and these special needles. Yes, I already have a table and other needles, but not the right ones. Yeah. So I have to get, I, I got, I think I talked about it on here when I got the random packages package. Um, oh, I, yeah. <laughs> uh, one of the things I got in that was a, um, one of those little felt, uh, figurines that you make out of felt with like needles. Oh, yeah. Needle felting. Uh, yep. Yeah. I have to, uh, man, I have to put that together because, ooh, ooh, ooh. That is oh. that is probably going to feel very good for oh, the okay. weird parts of my brain. Oh, I see. <laughs> I was wondering where that was going with all the high pitched wooing. Yeah, I wasn't <laughs> sure. I thought maybe it was a felted doll of James Brown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> with a little cape. Oh, yeah, I, I, he, the felted doll pretends to faint, but <laughs> <laughs> people come out and put a cape on him. And he's like, no, no, I have the energy for one more song. Props him up. <laughs> Listen, we're all joking, but this would be adorable and the most popular TikTok of all time. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, you ever watch those uh, felted food stop motion things? Yes. Those kind of gross me out. They're creepy. because yeah, they're a little bit fuzzy, which is yeah. what, what you don't want food to be. You mm-hmm. see a fried egg that's all made of fuzz, and you're like, ugh, gross, though. Yep. <laughs> uh, I like the ones where it's like a little model playset of very small food, not necessarily felt. Yeah. Uh, if you're are... not feeding it to a hamster, don't even show mm. it to me. That's what I say. Mm. <laughs> Those are very good. That's how I feel about life in general. Mm-hmm. Let's all feed ourselves to the giant hamster that is death, I guess. Sure. Yeah. Is that how that works? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I got confused for a second, Marley, but now I'm not confused anymore. You're right. Yep, we should all die. You're right. <laughs> What? What were we talking yeah. about? Cookie clickers. Uh, I think we were talking about what you've been doing this week, Louisa. Ooh, get her, get her ass. Oh man, I actually did something this week, and I it was hacking the net, if you think about it. Mm. I You made a fishing net. <laughs> oh, that would be good. Oh my god, can we tell you to a fishing podcast? Is it too late for oh, that? Oh shit. Oh man. Uh, or, none of no. us, is it possible that we know less about fishing than we do about hacking? Well, yes, but here's uh, the thing. Crabbing, I know all about, because you just put a net in the water, and then you eat a sandwich, and you wait to see if any crabs are in the net. Yeah, but then you have a crab. What's the, what is that good? A <laughs> net? It. It's, you put a cage in the water with full of chicken wings. It doesn't have to be a cage, though. You can do it with the one that's a net with, mm. like, wire loops in it that, like, light, lays flat. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, I don't know about this, but I do actually definitely for sure know about exactly that. <laughs> yeah. Crabs are delicious, Matt. You're wrong. Yeah. No. Crabs uh, are disgusting. I'm creeped I'm out by them now, but I did like to eat them a lot when I was a foolish child. Mm, but usually it goes the other way. childish things. 
Yeah, then I put away childish things such as eating crabs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did all kinds of like cool, uh, like fisherman stuff. Is like I, we we would go fishing pretty often, and I would like catch and clean fish to prepare for dinner. Now the thought of doing that uh, is foul to me. I would absolutely never want to like scrape the scales and get the guts out and cut the head. No, that sounds awful. I don't mind doing... Honestly, that part is the part I mind the least. The worst part about fishing is the part where you have a living fish in your hands, mm-hmm. and then you need to do something about it. Yeah, and the something you do is kill it. I know. I don't want to do that. Yeah. the thing. Yeah, that is the hard part. If you hand me a dead fish and you're like, get this edible, like, I won't be good at it, but I, I'll give it a good try. I'll give it the old college try. Yeah. That's right. Anyway, so what I did was, (laughs) I hacked the net by repairing my Nintendo Switch. Nice. Which is very satisfying to have done. It was very frustrating while I was doing it. Yeah. Did you get that thing that everyone gets when they're doing electronics where you get to a point where the diagram you're working off of looks nothing like the thing you're you have open in front of you kind of and then you have you know 20 screws all held in a little case so you don't lose Mm. any and you've divided them up into little sections by color but then you don't remember which color goes for which thing because when you were taking them out you're like well obviously i'm gonna remember but then you've taken apart two circuit boards since then and you don't remember anymore yeah you're a different person than you were when you took those out you (laughs) have to you have to ignore the part of your brain that tells you i don't need to prepare for the later part of this project (laughs) yes that's a lie (laughs) you do you do need to prepare for the later part of the project (laughs) yep uh, so I did okay. My problem was I was watching a YouTube video on how to do this, which was fine. It was all right. But it, it fell into that problem where the person making the video has done this so many times, they don't actually tell you all the steps to do. Right. They just have, like, uh, just glazed over some of them because they're like, and yeah, of course, at this point you would put this back in. Like, but you didn't tell me that, and I didn't put it back in. And mm. I have to take it apart again. <laughs> uh, I think that... Uh, famous podcaster and dungeon master Griffin McElroy has made tutorial videos on this because recasing his Switch Joy-Cons and like modding his Game Boys became a quarantine hobby of his. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah. There's only uh, so much you can do it once and then you're done, right? <laughs> well, I mean, he he uh, probably has multiple Switches because it's his <sighs> job to play video games in addition to the other jobs Not he anymore. has. Yeah. Yeah, the besties still happens. They don't get paid for it. (laughs) Yeah, they're always talking about that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, they get paid just enough to make it worth doing, I guess. To pay for the hosting. They don't get paid anymore since they they stopped doing. Well, they do ads. They do do have ads now. Oh, they do? Okay. Rarely, like one per episode. Anyway. More than we got. Hey. (laughs) Yeah, this podcast costs us money. It's true. (laughs) And by us, I mean me. Well, if you want a collection, let me know. No. Venmo me, dog. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't mind paying for web hosting. Yeah. Um, I mean, so you the- still got to host your actually successful podcast episodes, right? Yeah, that's true. Mm, yes. And you want to be able to tell people that you have a website. Mm. No, I don't. I want no one to be able to find me. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> uh, the nice thing about this was, um, I don't think Nintendo... Uh, made the Switch expecting people to mod it themselves, but they didn't make it difficult, which is nice. Like, mm-hmm. when you open up the case, the uh, a lot of things are connected with um, 
uh, what would you call it? Electrical ribbon that's not a wire, but it's like a flat piece of ribbon. Yeah. Yep. Um, but there's like plenty of slack, so you can like move the pieces around without killing yourself. <laughs> Which is great. Um, is it? Um, were there any specialty screws like that, or was it just like Phillips heads and stuff? Everything inside the case uses a tiny Phillips head, which most kits will give you. And then they will also give you a Y head, which is for the outside right. of the case. Oh, those ones suck. Yeah, that's the classic Nintendo <laughs> Nintendo screw head. I've had to buy screwdrivers for those for multiple times because I lose them. But I, I just got a uh, tonneau cover for my pickup truck, the, the, the like vinyl cover that covers up the bed so that it makes it more aerodynamic yeah uh and i was screwing it down to the the bed liner uh and there were two bolts that were just a different head shape called torx yeah Mm -hmm. and get a whole new torx wrench just for those two bolts what the fuck i i bought a set that was like security screwdriver heads that just had all the the y's and the torx and all of those in it the thing is, I did have Torx screwdriver bits, but not of the size I needed for a truck. Yeah. Bless you. Thank you. Matt, did I know that you had a pickup truck? <laughs> oh my god. Uh, oh, right. Yeah, you posted about <laughs> it in the Discord about how it was, um, how it was, like, a challenge to get, like, they didn't want to sell it to you or whatever. We yeah, talked I had about to... it when Matt bought it. That was his thing that he did the, the That's week. True. And we talked about it for, you know, ten minutes. If, yes. if, <laughs> if... Something is said on this podcast, I won't <laughs> yeah. remember it. That's definitely true. Um, yeah, no, I had to, the, the the main thing that I talked about, I think, was that I had to, like, negotiate with an adult, and that's yeah, terrifying that and awful, um, <clears throat> because there's, like, a shortage of, of vehicles in the country right now because of the microchip shortage. Anyway. All right. Anyway, I want to talk about this a little more, because... It didn't involve any soldering. I don't know if you guys have done any of that before. I have, I have but not for yes. electronics. So, uh, that it, like that's a whole extra hassle, and you don't have to deal with it. So, what this has, which I haven't seen before because I haven't done this sort of thing, is little tiny circuit boards, and you plug in the electrical tape because they have a little tiny, incredibly small flat head. That then plugs into a tiny, tiny plug, and then you use tweezers to close the little clip so it can't come out again. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love it. It's yeah, so satisfying. Yeah, that is uh, that's how most game controllers are put together. I think just for uh, ease of production. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I also very much enjoy this. Like when I had to go in and uh, I don't know where it went, but I I at one point had replaced the joystick on my N sixty four controller with a joystick that doesn't wear out like the one on the N sixty four controller does. That's, That's good. good. I mean, yeah. those controllers were so shitty in so many different ways that it's hard to pinpoint one, but. The, jo- <laughs> the joystick was pretty bad. Yeah, it was, like, it worked when it worked, but if you used it too much, it got, like, all loose and jiggly because it had one point of articulation that all the stress went to. Yep. Uh, but the the replacement was, the, like, the GameCube style, where it's a stick attached to a dome. I do like the subtle subtext of this conversation, which is that Nintendo hasn't gotten any better at making joysticks. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. Yeah, the thing. The thing that I was actually doing is uh, replacing the thumbsticks on my Switch, mm. because the left one, which is the one people usually have problems with, was drifting terribly all the time, no matter what I did. The right one was kind of drifting, so I'm like, I'm just gonna... If I get this thing open, I'm replacing everything. 
And then what I didn't know, the kit that I got had new locking bits as well, which is uh, the thing that holds the holds the Joy-Con onto the console. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Press the button to remove it. You know what I mean? And yeah. Little buttons at the top, but the ones that it comes with are made of plastic. And if they get chipped, which they do just by themselves, then it can slide up without you doing anything about it. Which, until I read, until I read that this kit would solve that problem, I wasn't realizing I was having that problem. Then I was like, oh yeah, sometimes they do just fall out. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I um, so I, I place those. my left Joy-Con has been loose since I got the Switch. Ah. Uh. Um. <laughs> One thing to keep in mind is the person who did the um, tutorial said this might be on purpose because if you were to drop the switch, mm. the fact that there's a plastic lock there, the lock might break rather than the force of the impact of the ground going through the entire switch mm. to like crack the sense. screen or something. So yeah. keep that in mind if you want to replace them. But I'm glad I replaced mine. So you I have never to it. promise to never drop your switch. <laughs> exactly. I've made that solemn swear already. Um, I've also dropped my switch like fifteen times. <laughs> <laughs> well, I haven't. I got so okay. I got those uh, those like chunky big boy uh, hand grips. Uh, it's <laughs> like a full size controller that attaches to each side instead of the little dinky Joy Cons. And I <sighs> like I like it, but <clears throat> it's weird because. It feels like I could snap them off very easily in a way that would be bad. Uh, yeah, yeah if, that's not good. If Donkey Kong hits you with too many barrels and you get too mad, uh-huh. and then you just snap it in half. Exactly. <laughs> um, so I've been like on the lookout for one where you like actually slot the switch into a full single object instead of slotting oh, yeah. half a controller oh, like into a each backbone. side. Yeah, because uh, I think that would be a little more secure for me. But I do See, want to have a full-size controller option. The thing I don't like about holding the Switch handheld is it's so wide that your hands are so far apart around the screen and you're holding up the screen that adding anything to that seems like it would make it even worse to me. Oh, no, I, I don't mind it being wide. Hmm. I've got tablet hand. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Uh, my other thing was that, of course, if I'm going to take it all apart with all these tiny screws and completely redo everything inside... Why not get new covers? Because I just had the <clears throat> standard switch that came with the gray covers, which are fine. But I got metallic blue and purple covers, which I love. They're so sparkly. They're just what I wanted. <laughs> so I'm very happy with my whole process. I would have thought you would have gotten, like, Jigglypuff-themed controller <laughs> covers. No, I just want something... Like, I want them to be nice and smooth, and I don't want, like, patterns on them. I don't like when people have those uh, in limited edition... I often wonder, with those, like, you know, this is a limited edition Breath of the Wild Switch that has all Breath of the Wild branding all over it, doesn't it feel weird playing other games on those? Yeah, I don't like that one bit. It's like getting tattoos when you're 18, and then later you're like, "Uh, I'm not really into this anymore. (laughs) Well, I don't know that it's like that. (laughs) Mm, I think it is. I think a Breath of the Wild-themed Switch would not be like that, because it's impossible to start disliking Breath of the Wild. But I mean, I've seen true. the official one, and it looks bad. Uh, it's weird that there were Skyward Sword Joy-Cons, because even the re-release is still, like, not great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, it's so funny how much I, like, 
the Legend of Zelda games that I like and how little interest I have in playing the ones that I didn't really play or have played enough to know that I hate them. Yeah, it's Nintendo has uh it's it's both a bug and a feature uh where they they don't make a new game in a series unless they have a cool idea for like a gimmicky hook to it. Uh yeah. and sometimes that gimmicky hook is excellent like what if zelda was on the game boy uh or what if zelda was 3d and on the n64 uh and other times that gimmicky hook is bad like uh what if you could only do the sword by uh waving your hand around (laughs) the the thing that fucks me up is that some of the ones where the gimmick sounds like it would be cool and good are some of the worst ones like what if link could turn into a wolf that sounds awesome. That game sucks ass. Yeah, but the wolf parts are cool. No, they're the worst parts. No, I like the wolf stuff. Oh, the wolf parts are so fucking boring. The thing that is boring to me about that game is, like, all of the walking around between. I don't mind the, the fighting as a wolf. I think that's you fine. You have to basically play every dungeon twice, once as Link and once as the wolf, to, to really get through oh, them. Man. And that sucks God. so bad. It I is... never played that one. Uh, Twilight Princess looks nice. It is insufferably padded. Uh, you have to, you spend, like, solidly an hour to 90 minutes before you even get the Link costume and start doing adventures. Like, you have to herd all of the goats in your town's farm twice before you're allowed to go on Ah ah Adventure. (laughs) And, like, the, the only new NPC that they really introduce is Midna, who is like, imagine the most annoying kind of anime fan, and that's this character. <laughs> yeah, imagine if Navi were some kind of little bear that I think you're supposed to think is sexy. Yeah, like if if Navi was one of those people who post pictures of themselves as a goth girlfriend on like yeah Reddit or whatever. Um, it's not as bad as uh, Phi, the. Skyward Sword one, who I think is a cool design and an interesting idea, but who, at least in the original game, I think they fixed this in the HD version, just like, you'll enter a dungeon, and she'll be like, alright, here's a step-by-step solution to the dungeon that you didn't ask for, removing any aspect of fun from playing this game. (laughs) Cool, thank you. Did you play, did you guys play Hyrule Warriors? No. Uh, I played a bit of the first one because I rented it from the library, and I have Age of Calamity, which I haven't finished, but which I did enjoy what I've played so far. I didn't I enjoyed... That... Oh, sorry. I just want to say, I didn't know that it was so story-heavy, but YouTube recommended me a video of every cutscene from that game, and it's two and a half hours long. Yeah. Yes. Um, the thing that's crazy about it is talking about adding the new characters to the game, like... The new character that they decided to add in that one is just a character from an anime. It's not even, like, stylized in the same way as everyone else. Like, you could tell me that this is a character from Naruto, and I'd be like, yep, that makes sense. Is this the first one where it's just, like, a generic anime girl is one of the main characters? Yeah, she's like cardcaptor Sakura fell into the Link universe accidentally. I I do like Linkle, though. The girl Link with the crossbows. I think she's fun. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, at least that's, like, Zelda somehow themed. in orbit of the Zelda yeah. universe and not, hi, I'm a wizard. Oh, you don't have wizards in Zelda? Well, now you do. Yeah, this is a, this is the, a problem with that developer who otherwise makes games that are technically 
based on uh, real historical figures, but what if those real historical figures had cool anime superpowers and were very weirdly designed in a way that is not real? (laughs) I mean, yes, but at least that's, like, that's already the the genre. That's been around for long enough that I'm like, I know what to expect when I pick up a Dynasty Warriors game. I didn't think that they would, like... Link, the Legend of Zelda timeline is complicated enough already. You can't be like, yeah, actually, it all exists because it was a mistake made by a different universe <laughs> that's not related to them at all. Mm, uh. Stuck between those minutes. That's the problem. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so anyway, I highly recommend anyone replace their Switch stuff if they uh, want to, because it's not as hard as you would think. Although I did have a very nice bright light and magnifying glass from a crafting lamp that Matt gave me for Christmas one year, which sure, I did a lot. That. Um, I want to say this, because nowhere... I, I barely found this out online. Uh, I Almost no one mentioned it. But some of the people who had got this repair kit were complaining that the that it didn't work at all, that the switch was still drifting. And then, like, one person under one of the complaints said, well, you have to make sure you recalibrate your controllers once you replace the stuff. Mm. Otherwise, no one else mentioned that anywhere, not in the video or anything. I never would have known. But yeah, you do have to recalibrate, because mine was drifting too, and I was like, oh shit. And once I recalibrated it, everything's perfect. Yeah, I feel like the unsung heroes of the internet age nowadays is people who respond to questions online and then the thread just stops because their answer was so good. <laughs> yeah. And no one is ever like, wow, this guy really knocking it out of the park today. Yeah. Yes. It's true. They're the unsung heroes. Um, uh, Jeff, what did you do this week? Oh. Um, God, what did I... No, I had something. Um, mm. Jesus. Is it about video games or comic books? Is it about books? your school stuff starting up? Or yeah, moving? school has started. Um... I, a young man's t- fancy is turning to love. Uh-huh. Uh, two houses, both alike in dignity, etc. Um, <laughs> you know that a young man's fancy turning to love isn't for Romeo and Juliet. Right? I'm just doing might other... Well be. I'm just doing other introductory yeah. lines. Oh, okay, fair enough. Um, it's the best of times. Yeah, it was the worst. <laughs> it was the blurst of times. Stupid <laughs> 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 No. Uh, no, we cannot just be <laughs> reciting verbatim Simpsons jokes on this show. I know, I know. Oh, God, here's here's the thing, though. That's one of the best jokes ever written in a television program. <laughs> it certainly is. Um, I, you know, I've still been playing Metroid Two a little bit. Uh, oh, here's the thing. I did. This is what I wanted to talk about. I okay. set up. Uh, I set up the server on my home network. Uh, so mm. now that I, it's my home network and I can do whatever I want and all of my stuff is in one room, uh, I bought a little uh, four-port Ethernet switch. Uh, mm. So now all of my game consoles are hooked up via gigabit-wired internet, which means I can do, like, PlayStation Now streaming at the best speed possible. Mm. Um, and it's flawless. Uh, in addition to that, I have my little... When you say it's flawless, you mean your victories on Mortal Kombat? Mm-hmm. Mm, there we go. Yeah, I... Finish him, Jeff. Finish him. <laughs> I, I do finish. I uh, pull his spine right out of his dick hole, and he hates it. <laughs> That's... He's like, I wish you hadn't done that. Ah! Oh, shit, you spine ripped my dick hole, he says. <laughs> That's what happens in those games, right? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, I, uh, I had a little Acer mini PC that I bought... Um, 
and was using it to host a Minecraft server, both for our friends and uh, I had one set up for students. The students used it like once or twice. Not ever. I used to, I used our Minecraft server one time. I don't think anyone else. Did. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I was going <laughs> to migrate our uh, Valheim server to it, but I think we all stopped playing Valheim. Um, well, in in my defense, you and I were the only ones that ever started playing yeah, Valheim, even true. though neither of us were the person that suggested we should start playing Valheim. Yes. Calling you out, Holly, who doesn't listen to the show because she doesn't it's listen true. to any podcasts. Um, she, she was very into the idea of playing Valheim for a while, I remember. Yeah. The thing that was crazy was once Jeff and I started, we were like, Holly, like we're streaming right now and you're in the chat room with us. You should just download it and start playing. She's like, I have to download it. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> yes! <laughs> of course you do! <laughs> Ah, delightful. Oh, games. Anyway. Um, I, uh, but on this, I set up a, um, uh, Plex server, uh, yeah. which I know, Matt, you have one for our, our friend group, but, um, yes. I realized when, uh, quite a few years ago that I'm one of the few people in our friend group who knows how to steal media that is not available in the United States. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's um, surprisingly hard these days. Torrents are like a little rarer and Usenet is like the main way people do file sharing. Yeah, there's Usenet and I mean a lot of it now is like using a VPN to pretend that you're in a country where it is legal to watch the thing. Yeah. And then just watching it but then capturing the the file. Yeah. Um, so I uploaded onto it my uh, Star Wars Despecialized Trilogy, which is a uh, high-definition reconstruction of the theatrical versions of the original trilogy, um, which mm -hmm. is something that uh, Lucasfilm has never released, <laughs> um, because George Lucas is a broke-brained idiot who loves to add <laughs> fart jokes to his movies and then uh, just deny that the previous ones exist. Uh, and I'm pretty sure as part of his deal when selling it to Disney, uh, that, like, I think part of the deal was that they're not allowed to release the theatrical versions, because I feel like they would have already. Uh, I wonder if they're just waiting until, like, they need money or they need to remind everyone that Star Wars exists. <laughs> just waiting like, until he dies. Movies. Or, yeah, yeah if probably. he dies. Yeah. I mean, when he dies... <laughs> The George Lucas will be open. Death special edition. Yeah, <laughs> they'll be they'll upload the holiday special onto Disney Plus. Although <laughs> they have already uploaded pieces like segments from it, like the cartoon that uh, contains the first appearance of Boba Fett. You can watch on Disney mm, Plus. Very good. Mm. Um, go ahead. The one thing that's weird. Um, uh, and dystopian is people have been talking about the movie Avatar recently because they've been talking about the sequels again. Apparently, if you watch the it's movie, fiftieth anniversary of Avatar, <laughs> Avatar: <laughs> The Way like of it. Water, or whatever. <laughs> uh, if you watch the movie, apparently uh, wherever it's streaming, they've cut out the scene where the the characters have uh, like uh, tentacle uh, connection sex. Yes, <laughs> apparently, people. and I mean that's. That's for the good, universally, because <laughs> well, no, that's I disgusting. Don't, no, apparently, someone else mentioned in, in accordance with this that um, the Wicker Man, that remake with Nicolas Cage, where he screams about the bees, not the bees, that clip we all love. Yeah. <laughs> They've cut that out of the streaming version of that movie. What the hell? What? I hate, I hate the idea that studios can just remove the parts that people make fun of. Like, well, you're not allowed to make fun of this anymore. Uh, this is very bad, I think. 
So I'm not happy about this Avatar thing, even though I've never seen Avatar. Because that doesn't sound... Just because people make fun of it, you can't just be like, well, it never happened. Here's what I'm saying. The less of the movie Avatar there is, the better. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, That movie is so fucking terrible, and I can't believe how many people like it, even a little bit. Oh boy, here's a a thing that uh, will make you like Avatar even less production company 20th century fox which means disney owns it which means they're gonna recut it like they did with splash to cover up the butts with cgi hair mm-hmm. well we know disney owns it because they made part of the disney world animal kingdom park into avatar land they did that before they bought fox though yeah but the, the, it was in the works you could tell because there's no other reason to do it nobody gives a shit about that movie <laughs> well i mean they had a, a they had star wars stuff at disney world before they owned star people wars people like star wars people like avatar no they what, don't people, people watch like avatar, avatar tattoos and shit That's people so went to stupid. see avatar nobody talks about avatar yeah i don't i've never seen it and i probably never will um but, like, it's weird. I because- will say this, Jeff. If you liked cats, ironically, you would probably <laughs> like Avatar, ironically. <sighs> I don't know. I think that uh, there's probably a self-seriousness to a sci-fi action movie that would make it less entertaining than just the sort of deranged fever dream of 2019's Cats, the greatest film ever made. Honestly, if I had sat, sat down and watched Avatar with the understanding that everyone hated this movie, I would have been I would have loved it. <laughs> the fact that I was watching it and like th- the dumbest shit was being said constantly by every character and I had to grapple with the fact that at the time people were like this is the greatest movie of all time and like saying that their spirit animal is a Navi or whatever dumb shit white people say, like that made me so furious that the movie became unenjoyable to me. Why? Why James Cameron? Like, this is crazy. I get Titanic was sort of a, a massive deal in terms of like revolutionary special effects, and he invented a bunch of types of submarines because he was obsessed with the Titanic, so he could make that movie. Yeah, but like, it was it was just Titanic, and then his next movie. 12 years later was Avatar, and it's not like Titanic. Well, before that, he did Terminator 2, which is even (laughs) less like Titanic. Right. I get, like, I get why, uh, after the Terminator, Aliens, and Terminator 2 Judgment Day, a studio would be like, here's a blank check to go invent a bunch of submarines and make your dream movie. Here's the thing. Here's what I think James Cameron loves. I don't think he loves making movies. I think he loves movie technologies. Mm. So he loved the special effects for the Terminators. Then he really got into, I mean, not just the submarines, but like the hydraulic sets for the sinking of the Titanic he loved. And then he loved the CGI idea of Avatar. Like, he just yeah. loves the the effects. Yeah, I think he's got that uh, that sort of George Lucas brain a little bit, where he's like, yeah, yeah the technology will drive the storytelling. It won't. It won't do yeah. that. Yes. Although, you also, know, it really did they're it. They're better it, than... <laughs> I mean, like, Avatar is a better movie than, like, the second prequel movie yeah. of Star Wars. The, the Star Wars prequel trilogy is very bad, but I will say, uh, in terms of filmmaking technology, the prequel trilogy is far more groundbreaking than Avatar, or maybe even Titanic. 
Yeah, I mean, Greg Proops as a two-headed alien, they never would have invented that. Inspired. No, stuff like the, uh, the idea of digital cinematography, where, like, you have a virtual camera moving... 360 degrees around an actor because you're filming on a virtual set with a green screen that didn't exist until george lucas decided that he needed to do it in that bad movie poorly yeah but is that a good thing uh i think that i think that uh it's uh developed into something that's interesting for movies um it's at least that i've ever seen it done well i guess is all i'm saying Mm. if you've seen it done well you haven't noticed it Mm, um that's a good point yeah it's like the stuff in action movies where now they can easily take the camera like in through the window of the car and out through the windshield and like zoom out and stuff like that without or, like, having if to... someone's firing bullets at someone it like slows down and you can see how they're reacting to it. yeah you can see the grandma dodging the bullets and then doing you can see a karate the people kick who live between the minutes who have to move the bullets for you no that wasn't that was before the show <laughs> Uh, it's always Louisa. It's a glitch in the Matrix. (laughs) Uh, ooh, did you guys see that Matrix 4 trailer? No, of course not. Oh man, it looks cool. (laughs) I Uh, watched the first movie and it was quite boring, so I never watched it. Really? Louisa's wrong. Yeah, that movie rips. I love it. All of the Matrix (laughs) movies are pretty good. Oh, really? You're a you're a sequels defender. Listen. I've never seen them. They're great. They're not even as good as the first one, but like, they're not that bad they're not if they hadn't come after a very good movie people would have been like these are fine yeah i um i haven't i'm going to watch the sequels based on i think that the sort of critical reevaluation of them uh, has come to the conclusion you just presented matt that they are uh medium to medium to good um yeah and I'm interested in watching them, uh, especially in the lead up to the the fourth one, which looks pretty cool. Uh, because... I will say that it's absolutely fucking insane that to understand the plot of the second Matrix movie, mm-hmm. you kind of have to play the PS One uh, Voyage of the Nebuchadnezzar or whatever it was video game. <laughs> That's insane. Oh, there's uh, the. The trailer for the fourth one heavily implies that you have to have played the now long dead MMO Enter the Matrix to understand that the MMO plot. ripped ass. <laughs> that was the best MMO ever, and I'm so mad that it's not around anymore. Yeah, of, so uh, that fucking game apparently is why there's some casting decisions. I don't want to give any. Spoilers. Oh yeah, there's a character who does not appear in the trailer for the fourth film uh, because that character dies in the MMO. Which is insane! Why would you do that to yourselves? Yeah. Uh, but now I love this. They've they've got I played the hell out of that MMO. <laughs> uh, they've got the the new Candyman up in there as a, as a similar guy, uh, <laughs> oh, you know, okay. in a similar outfit. So that'll be interesting. Um, do you think this means they'll bring back the MMO? <laughs> no, because I would be so excited if that was the case. Maybe um, I, uh, but yeah, this trailer looks cool, especially because um, I don't remember which Wachowski is making it. Lana, I think that's what I heard, but I, think, I don't remember the other one's name. I think Lana's making it. The other one's not involved, um, but she just did not make Keanu Reeves get out of his John Wick look. <laughs> like he still has shoulder length straight hair and a full beard as Neo. <laughs> Which is very cool and weird. 
Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, he broke out of the Matrix, right? He doesn't have to be a clean-cut businessman anymore. Well, but he still was. back in the Matrix. Oh, well. no! Yeah. I'm glad I didn't see any of those movies or games <laughs> yeah, or the, the animated version. <laughs> the Animatrix. Uh, the trailer for the new one seems to imply that he is again in the Matrix, and Neil Patrick Harris is gaslighting him into thinking the Matrix is fake and making him take the blue pill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that okay. he thinks that feminism is real or whatever. The blue pill is in the conservative <laughs> metaphor. I mean, I really hope that they address that in this new one, where they're just like, yeah, you take the red pill to wake up from being in the Matrix, but if you use that knowledge to be a shithead, you're still a shithead. Yeah, you you wake up from the Matrix and start eating horse paste and die. You poop yourself to death. <laughs> oh, fuck, that's the dream. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, go like Elvis. Yep. Dead on the toilet uh, from eating too much horse paste. I mean, I meant the dream. Horse paste that... and peanut butter and banana sandwiches. Yeah. The... I, I meant that the dream was that everyone who yeah. uses red ter- the term red pill unironically shits themselves to death. But I mean, these are all good ideas. Yeah. There's no bad ideas in the writers' room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. First idea, best idea. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I I set up the Plex server. I also put the cool. original dub of Evangelion on there. Because uh, mm-hmm. I've been meaning to watch that. Um, mm-hmm. Now, when you say the original dub, this is the one that you did where you just re-recorded all the voices with by yourself? Yeah, I'm uh, Shinji, uh, I'm Shinji's dad, and Ray, and... Uh, and the robots, uh, and the angels. Yeah, I do the efforts for them as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't actually speak in the original series, but you gave them like a plot line of their own where they're all in love with one another. Yeah, oh, yeah like that Star humanity. Wars ADR bullshit where the robots are always having some comedy thing going on. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I'm not going that way. I'm walking this way. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is definitely too far out of a shot for that to have been in there when you shot the movie. It's definitely like later, your wife was like, hey, George, no one's gonna know what's going on with these silent robots in the desert. Uh, I do think that it's funny, the idea that you would basically just America's Funniest Home Videos, a bunch of uh, uh, episodes of Evangelion where you're just trying to record goofy sound effects. (laughs) That's pretty good. Hey, uh, you guys both with your own Plex servers. I've only been a user on Matt's server. I guess that's what I would say. Uh, do you have the problem where sometimes you open it and it's like, mm, you, don't, you don't have any media, sorry. <laughs> and you yes. have to restart it like four or five times before it thinks you have anything? Hmm. No, I think that's an internet connection problem on your end. Uh, I, I've only opened... My connection is good. Yeah. Uh, well, are you are you logged in? Like, you're logged in and it's for yes. sure? Yes. Hmm, I don't know. Yeah, it's very weird. I get it sometimes when the my server version for Plex needs to be updated, mm. which happens every fucking week. Plex <laughs> needs to get their shit together and, like, do one update per month at most. Uh, but that's a whole other thing. Yeah. Um, Louisa, I did send you an invite for mine as well, but... Oh, thanks. Uh, if you have any requests for media you would like me to find. Matt, I don't remember if you ever found the New Zealand Taskmaster, but I put that up there. Uh, I had no interest in it, because I heard it was bad. Oh. <laughs> uh, I think Guy Montgomery is on season one or two. Um, yeah, he's good. Yeah. Uh, I will have to seek out season two. I only put season one up there. I'm excited they they just released the final trailer for season 12 of the UK ta- Taskmaster this week. Nice. Who's so, the shit. one person we would recognize? <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
uh, what's his face from? Um, okay, mm. this is going to get you excited, so don't get excited. Oh no, but it's okay. James the... Corden. No. <laughs> <laughs> what's the guy from? Um, uh, David Mitchell. His wife is, is on there. Oh, Victoria something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Who is like, by all accounts, very funny and good. Also, I just don't know her as anything other than David Mitchell's wife. Mm. I've seen her on a panel show or something. She was fine. But Task- forgettable. Taskmaster is a panel show, so that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. that's true. All right, well, let's get into what we do on the show, which is we uh, put a random word into the topic suggestion bar on WikiHow so that we can discuss giving people advice on how to do the things related to the word. And the word this week is very confusing because the word is overall. And rather than just giving advice about, like, you know... Those, uh, come on, Eileen, <laughs> denim onesies. Okay. Uh, you know, overalls. Uh-huh. Uh, this is, I guess, overall advice, <laughs> because none of these have the word overall in them for the first time. Yeah! Ever. I'm very disappointed. I thought maybe there's an error somehow, but I guess not. Uh, didn't you announce, uh, before the show to us that we were doing some other topic? Nope. No. I said, I said I put in several that only came up with one thing. I see. Thing. So All this right. is the old, the first one I put in that had more than one or two article suggestions, and they're wild things like how to be a beatnik. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of how to be a blank. You gotta yeah, watch the many loves of Dobie Gillis for that one. You have to read like Jack Kerouac. I guess was he the one that kind of how that's Ginsburg, right? But also read that probably, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, so you I didn't don't know. It. I don't know. Yeah, I guess hmm. is beatnicking is beatnik culture more about like poetry or more about like smoking cigarettes and being shitty? Yeah, well, I thought it was mostly just about provoking anyone who is a normie, like most countercultures, right? Yeah, I guess that's that is very naked counterculture compared to other ones where it's like, no, I'm not just against being normal. I also really love. You know, K-pop or whatever. Uh, I think most countercultures are. I just don't like being normal, really, when you get down to it, right? Yeah, no, but most of them have another layer, is I all I'm saying. I don't think they do. <laughs> well, they have a, a uniting ethos, like, yeah. we, well, be- we want to beat up the police or whatever. The beatniks were just about, like, let's get in touch with our brains rather than our bodies, because it was a reaction to, like... Uh, World War Two, but then, like, the rebuilding after and all that, and it's like, no, you're not using your brain enough, think about things, philosophy. Is, is beatniks, like, a backlash against hippies, maybe? No, beatniks no, are, hippies. beatniks predate hippies. Mm. Beatniks are from, like, the 40s and 50s initially. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I think the thing about beatniks was just, like, um... People born uh, during the Great Depression, and then they grew up to be sad. Uh, but then, when they were adults, there was the post-war economic boom, so it was like a weird. Uh... Yeah, <laughs> everything was teenagers at sock ops, and they're like, "No, not that." <laughs> I mean, that I agree with that statement. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah directly opposed to everything that Archie stands for. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Now, I will say. Mm-hmm. I think that a lot. I think that a lot of people look good in a beret. Mm. Yeah, and I wish that berets were more commonly accepted in uh, in modern culture. There, I said it. 
Wow, that's a very hot take. Yep. Um, oh, Scooby Doo. Uh, apparently, Shaggy is considered a beatnik. He's like a what? Mm, what it, but he's a quintessential hippie. I mean, maybe that's changed over time. That show Nina started G. in Krabs is the only true beatnik. <laughs> uh, no, Doug's sister on the Nickelodeon show oh, Doug was a yes. beatnik. That's, that's true. Lame. No, that was she was great though. She was the best part of that show. Judith, funny. Uh, no, that show was bad. What? Yeah. Uh, this is a Jeff. This is a Jeff opinion only. Please attack Jeff, not me. How to be a Bajan? Bajan? Uh, it is uh, apparently Barbadian Creole, not a Star Trek alien, like I thought. Uh, I don't think that you can just be a subculture that is tied to a place or ethnicity. It's good you brought this up, because I was looking for the donut list. One of the choices is be a karaoke. And I happen to know, thank you, Disney, that from the parrot character, Jose Carioca, the three caballeros, that Carioca is just a native of Rio de Janeiro. Oh, so you so have to just have been born be there. Yeah, you yes. can't. This you is can't like that Bim question be of how, to, how can I be born Italian? <laughs> <laughs> you can't be these things. What is this? This is, what a strange thing to say. What a strange thing to want. Yeah. Like, I mean, I get wanting to. Um, uh, appropriate culture that sounds cool to you because that's what appropriation is. But mm. yes, but you can't do it. And like, so much of culture, especially for like you know, if you're a white person and you're you want culture, so much of culture arises as like a reaction to or or like a way to cling to your roots. Uh, right. you know, and like if they're not your roots, then you can't cling to them. Yeah. But I get the idea of it that you just want something you don't have because it looks cool. Yeah. You know? um, yeah. I will say for uh, the this like subculture and race stuff, it probably doesn't work. But be a girl. Uh, here's how you be a girl. If you think that you're a girl, congratulations, you're doing it. Mm-hmm. Is that on here? I got confused. Yeah, that's on here. It's the fourth one down on the left column. How to be a girl? Oh, I don't have that. Oh, I don't really? Have that either. Oh, no, this shit. Is- this Uh-oh. is so bizarre. This is this overall is like really give, ca- casting a wide net. Interesting. Uh, oh, I can't just paste a picture into the chat. I mean, huh. I believe you. You don't need to prove it to me, Jeff. Yeah. Uh, I've got. Do you Fourth guys have down on the left? I have uh, study for multiple choice questions. Oh, I have yeah, that, I have that uh, fourth down on the right. Oh, weird. Uh, my first one on the top left is buy Xanax pill. Yeah, I got that too. Okay, and then on the right, light. No, 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 no. no. We're going through <laughs> all of them. We can't do this. <laughs> yeah. We can't just be listing the things. If you bring up a topic, we have to talk about it. So, Jeff, how do you buy a Xanax pill? Uh, you one. go to the far. You go to the pharmacy. Yeah, I think you need to first be prescribed a Xanax pill, yes. right? Mm-hmm. Accurate. So go to your doctor and be like, "Hi, I'm so anxious. Don't. Please help." <laughs> Yes. I'm seeking Xanax pills, which I know is the correct language to use. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I know that most of the medical profession is not respected enough these days, and so I'm not going to respect you. I'm just going to demand pills. Mm. Yeah, that's definitely what doctors want, is to not be respected. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, they love, love it. it. It's their kink. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Uh, that's one of the rare, rare ones that was gross, both 
intellectually and sort of like morally. Morally, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I think the one on here that is confusing to me: uh, how to move into a house from an apartment. That would be so easy. Yeah. You you have so much but, more space to put all of your mm, things. But when you do that, then you're like, like you move out of your apartment. You're like, mm, I've got a nice full life where like, you know, I've got all of the things that I need for day to day life. And then you move into a house and all of that stuff fits into one room of your house. And you're like, well, fuck. And then you have a now clean, just got a empty, empty house. Room. Perfect. God, that's no, the but dream. You gotta, you gotta, like, diffuse that shit. Nature abhors a vacuum, Jeff. Uh, yeah. no, my floor abhors a vacuum. But, um... Ooh. Got him! Uh, got, yeah. got me. Yep. <laughs> the trouble is, if you did have just some empty rooms, you would start filling them with trash. Exactly. Unless you got real quick about putting some good furniture in there. You could have one thing per room. You could be like, this is my room only for, uh, listening to CDs. This is my. If you want to sit down, you have to go to a different. Uh huh. <laughs> you, you could sit on a pillow on the floor and listen to CDs in this otherwise empty room. Now there aren't any pillows in this room, so you, you have, have to bring have one. To look around. Yeah. Uh, this is my room for playing uh, Sega Master System games. If you want to play Game Gear, Genesis, or Saturn, those are all different rooms. Yes. How also, big there's of a no house TV is this in house? this room. You just have to imagine. <laughs> Love it. Yep. Uh, how to uh, lighten factory-made scavo glass? That's so specific, and I don't even know what that is. Is that yeah. for cars? I don't know, but here's what you do. <laughs> okay. Uh, you go to the color settings, and then choose saturate, and then mm. click the minus uh, button a few times. Yeah. Pretty clever. There it is. Yep. Um... That, well, that was my top right one. Was that also your top right one, Matt? Yes. Okay. I, why yeah. are we... Yes, we don't have to do that. Yeah, we don't. Uh. It's, it's weird, but we don't know why it's happening. I keep looking at how to be a barman and think, saying how to be a Batman. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, very similar. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to do a lot Finish of... Finish the joke. You, do, you make people suffer brain damage when they're in a bad place. Mm-hmm. By okay. either serving them alcohol or beating them over the head with a bat-shaped uh, club. Mm-hmm. His famous <laughs> bat club that, that he has. <laughs> I was going to say, that's just a scimitar, isn't it? <laughs> no, that's a bat-shaped I sword, do, duh. I do remember that in Batman Returns, he uses the club to lock the steering wheel of the Batmobile. Is that anything? Oh my god, was that actually in the movie, or was it in a yes. commercial tie-in? No, that's a joke in the movie. I watched the movie like a few months ago, and God. I was like, "Wow, this is still a thing, huh?" Man, I—they <laughs> didn't edit this out of the streaming version like they absolutely should have. I hate Tim Burton. Yep. <laughs> uh, how to activate an iPod Touch without iTunes? For what purpose? Is my follow-up question to that? To just have it be a external, like, hard drive that plays MP3s, maybe. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess the idea is you want to have an iPhone that doesn't do phone things, but you don't want to install iTunes on your computer because iTunes sucks ass. I mean, it's an iPod Touch, not an iPhone. Yeah, an iPod Touch is just an iPhone without the phone part, though. Yeah, I mean, it was. It doesn't exist right, at all they don't... anymore. Or it does, does it? In, on a corporate level. I think companies can buy them. I don't think people can. <laughs> no, companies are people, my friend. Oh, okay, you're right. I think the special kind of people that are companies, those people can buy it. <laughs> mm. 
How to be a cobbler, I like. <laughs> it's very good. <laughs> I guess, I mean, like, I was gonna make a joke about covering yourself in dough, mm-hmm. like, and, you know... Streusel baking. topping? Yeah, streusel topping, exactly. Uh, but actually, I would like to know how to make shoes. That seems like it would be fun, right? Yeah. I don't I know about like fun, but it would be useful. Into, you get into leather work. There's lots of ways to do that. There's leather, like, make your own belt, and whatever. Kits everywhere. You get into that, you get familiar with it, and then you just turn it into a shoe instead. Right? Mm. You need tiny little nails, probably. Yeah, definitely tiny little like nails are the soles would be the hardest part, though, yeah. right? The thing is, if you're going to go back, like, 200 years, they, the soles were just extra thick pieces of leather. You didn't have to worry about rubber or resin or glue or anything. Or, like, a, carving a wooden heel. Right. Yeah. We could do uh, this, is what I'm saying. We could be cobblers right now. I bet we could figure it out. Yeah, probably. Hmm. Huh. <laughs> uh, I have to run for one second. I'm sorry, guys. I'll be right back. Oh, no! Wow, let's talk about him while he's gone. Uh, <laughs> I've discovered that the iPod Touch most recent uh, release is 2019's iPod Touch 7th generation. Uh, mm-hmm. So I do think it is still an ongoing uh, concern. Yeah, at uh, my job, we had little ones that handled, um, like, scanning merchandise. Yeah. It was basically a phone, but it had no phone capabilities, and those were new at the time, so yeah. somebody's making them. Yeah, I uh, I love the idea of having, like, a little tiny tablet that you use for, um, like, point-of-sale stuff. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's gotten pretty advanced now, because it used to be you had to get that weird, big, square thing that you attach to like an ipad to mm. be a checkout right but but now there's just a little scanner with like a laser yep um i remember when i worked in a warehouse the inventory system was god was this a warehouse or was this the hearing aids job in any case the inventory system <laughs> was a handheld uh, like scanner gun with a screen on top and it was running some kind of like busted ass miniature version of windows Oh, no. Um, and it was, boy, very strange. Uh, the, like, days before you could just have Android do it was uh, a strange time. Yeah. Oh, that's very weird. How to be a better batter. Um, keep your eye on the ball. Mm, there we go, right? Mm. Uh, you get, a, nice. you get a stand mixer. That's how you make a better batter, but is that how you be a better batter? We might right, need to ask back. Dr. Seuss about this one. Yeah, it's very, um, like a, a linguistic, uh, exercise. Be a better batter. <laughs> yeah. Matt, we're trying but, to figure out how to be a better batter. Uh, use better butter. It's mm, pretty there good. It is. Pretty good. If you use better <laughs> butter, you can be a better batter. Oh, mm-hmm. no, I hate this now. <laughs> <laughs> but how to be a better putter is also pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, keep your eye on the ball. Again. Mm-hmm. I advise. So you have to, in order to be a better putter, you have to first become a better batter by using better butter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this sucks. This is like a this is like a Ted Lasso joke. <laughs> no one's watched that but you. It's such a good show. You guys should watch it. I will at some point. You should. Um, how to Jason be a- Sudeikis is so charming. Okay, sorry. Go on. He is. Uh, that's true. How to be a clubber? Now this is either nightclubs or clubbing seals. And I can't think of a third thing. Mm, maybe like playing cards. <laughs> like be good at hearts. <laughs> But mm. you're good at clubs instead. Yeah, exactly. Well, somebody's got to play clubs. I've never. I don't know how any of these <laughs> games work, but I assume somebody is clubs. Oh my god! Remember when newspapers would have a tiny column that was like one sentence long, but it happened every day or every week, 
and it would be like, Hearts is feeling confident tonight. Uh, they turn up trumps, and Diamonds is sad. And it was like a fucking <sighs> was story. It, <laughs> I'm was not crazy. Code, was it coded messages to spies during the war? <laughs> it seemed like it. But you're supposed to apparently follow along with this story and be like, oh man, Hearts did a good job today. Good for them. Like, you're supposed to care. The suits are people around a bridge table, I think. This sounds like Sally Forth. <laughs> it's the fucking worst. Why did people follow along to read about people's bridge exploits that weren't even real people? Yeah. <sighs> What's going on in the newspapers? Know. I mean, I do remember that they used to publish, like, bridge puzzles in newspapers, where it would be like, yeah. here's your hand, like, what do you play next? And it's like... I can't get feedback on this. I don't understand how this is... Yeah. What's the point of this? Yeah, that's one good thing about playing games on a computer or something, which is that it can go, bonk, that's wrong. You did it wrong. <laughs> yeah, you that's know. all I want. <laughs> Growing up with British parents has re- has made me require somebody to tell me I'm wrong every so often. <laughs> yes. Hmm. Oh, man. Uh, how to be a broadcaster... Uh, we're yell doing it. Lot. Yell, yeah. yell more. Oh uh, uh, yeah, sorry. No, Louise is telling you, Jeff, to yell the answer. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Just too low energy to be a yelling yeah. broadcaster. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be one of those like uh, I'll take requests for love songs at 8 p.m. type of broadcaster. Uh, yeah. You're nice. a Delilah. Yeah, What's exactly. Delilah. That's the one. Yeah. Are we talking about the plain white tees song? No. Yep. Hey, there. Uh, <laughs> Jeff, put that song at the end of the episode, Thanks, please. Jeff. Uh, okay, I will. Um, <laughs> how to be a chairman. Mm. Is this like being a Batman? <laughs> yep. It's how to be Chairface from The Tick. Mm-hmm. He's a chairman. Yeah. If you can get to the conference room first and sit in the chair at the head of the table, Ooh. you're the chairman then, right? I genuinely do think that every time that I've been a part of any kind of committee, the first thing that anyone does is like, all right, so who do we want to be the chairman? And then everyone, like, doesn't say anything for a while because no one wants to be the chairman. Yeah. So if you just said, like, I'll do it, I'm sure they'd let you. You're the chairman now, dog. Is that anything? Yeah. <laughs> unless yeah, you're, <laughs> Unless you want to be the chairman of something important, you could probably just ask and they'll let you. Yeah, that's true. Huh. Oh, man. <laughs> Louisa, you have to stop <laughs> bemoaning your fate during the episodes. I know, it's hard because um, uh, I, I know Jeff has a different list for some reason, but Matt, you probably see, it's just things that start with B's and C's. Yeah. So it's like, this is the beginning of some larger list of mm-hmm. overall, and it's just, it's overwhelming me. I, I reloaded How- and it's still the same different list. Weird. How to repair a weld on stainless steel pressure water tank. Well, uh, I would recommend depressurizing it and turning the water off. <laughs> exactly. Drain out the water and depressurize it, and then just re-weld it. Problem solved. Can't you just get some of that magic duct tape that Billy Mays would sell on TV that he slapped on the side work. of a leaking tank? Oh, but it works so good on TV, It though. works in the memes. Yeah. Yep. Uh, um, where the tape is, is like, the- Prozac, and then the tank is depression, and the water coming yes. out is happiness. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but isn't the point of those memes that that doesn't actually work yeah. in a long-term way? Uh, I mean, if you want to get technical. 
And I do, always. Let's do it. Let's get technical. Tell me how flex tape works, Matt. Uh, it's tape, so it's got glue on it. Oh. And then it sticks to things. Cool. I'm, I mean, the thing about it is, like, when you see him doing that in the video, he's slapping it on there, and it seems like he's doing that as a flourish, but I don't think you'd be able to get the tape to the hole without a, a lot of momentum behind it already, mm. and it's quite a small hole. Yeah. If you needed to, to cover a bigger hole with that tape, I don't think you could do it without it blasting off before you even got close to the hole. Yeah. Um, I love all of these stupid infomercial products because none of them work, right? <laughs> right. Except OxyClean, supposedly. It's never worked for me, but I, other people have told me, like, yeah, that's the only well, thing I can use to get stains out of my clothes. You know you're not supposed to eat it, right? What? <laughs> I've thought... But... Oh, damn it. <laughs> oh, man. Can you imagine if they invented a pill you could take to make your clothes clean? <laughs> All right, Gross. all right, Philip K. Dick. <laughs> I was going to say, Jeff, I think you, maybe you're blowing this whole thing wide open, because I also have used OxyClean, not really been impressed by anything, and have had other people tell me it works yeah. great. Are these people just no. tricking themselves into thinking it's great? Now, I do want to say, I've used OxyClean on occasion, and it has done a good job of leaching the dyes out of the clothes that I'm washing. <laughs> um my my dad is a mechanic, and the only way he can get his work clothes clean is via OxyClean or detergent that contains OxyClean. But it's never really worked for me to get rid of, like, normal stains. Yeah, is it peroxide? I don't remember what's in it. I guess it's Oxygen. It's the power of oxygen. Oh, okay, right, you're right. <laughs> <clears throat> I mean, oxygen is extremely corrosive. Yes. So yeah. you could just use any acid, really. Is oxygen an acid? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> is acid a type of oxygen? Oh, now we're asking the real question. <laughs> well, makes you think. Yep. Um, are we done? And finally, how to be a better sh- shortstop. Oh, I was looking uh, at that one, too. Yeah, uh, get taller. Yeah. No, no! You have to stop getting taller. <laughs> oh, okay, uh, smoke cigarettes. Yes. At eight. If you want to, oh man! I guess if you want to stop being short, you get taller. Is that what a short stop is? Mm. Mm. Or did short you stops stop have to be short? tall, don't they? For baseball, for baseball purposes, I don't think baseball guys have to be any particular size. Mm, yeah, I it mean, helps. Sh- it does help though. Like, like, pitchers are all extremely tall now because they can wind their arms back further, their long arms, and throw the ball faster. Um, they want uh, a, they want a tall, lightweight shortstop. There we go. So Matt was right about getting taller to yeah. be a better shortstop. Oh yeah, accidentally Why, though. Matt, baby's <laughs> day, baby's day out in his way, <laughs> dude. Answering the question. I can't tell if you guys can't hear me or if you're just interrupting me every yes, time. Yes, both. I had to tell okay. a great joke. Go on. <laughs> okay. Um, if could you just get st- like stilts, like those Uncle Sam costumes? <laughs> this yep. is what I've been saying this whole time. We need. A Harlem Globetrotters of baseball. Oh, fuck yes. Oh my god, that would rule! <laughs> that would be so good. Let me see they're if gonna it have exists. Stilts, they're going to have novelty-sized gloves. Everything's mm-hmm. going to be great. They're going to play baseball with a basketball. <laughs> <laughs> They'll spit, they, they like do tricks with the baseball before pitching it. Oh my god, mm-hmm. someone tries to catch a ball, the Harlem Globetrotters of baseball throw a bunch of other baseballs at the oh, guy. Oh, I love this. Oh, yeah. So good. 
somebody catches a ball and then when they pop up it's a different kind of ball <laughs> yes uh so there at least used to be one as recently as uh 2006 hmm. uh, how come the, i've never heard of them the ghost players uh oh that's a bad name yeah it was a bad name yeah um oh i think they play yeah they play on the field of dreams field <laughs> that's why they're called that <laughs> Oh, oh, I like it more now. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love the idea that there's a sort of like Indiana Jones stunt show at the Field of Dreams field. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think you'd have to be better at baseball to be a, the clown prince of baseball than absolutely? If you were... Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I think that just like with basketball, you have to be very good. Well, that's to be what that I'm bad. saying. Like. I know you have to be very good at basketball to be a Harlem Globetrotter, but do you have to be even better at baseball because it's so much more, like, spread out and random than basketball is mm. yes. to be that? Yes. I, Especially because you have to do fielding and batting. Mm-hmm. I think most of the stunts would have to rely upon, uh, like, vaudeville-style pratfalls and doing a bad job at playing baseball, right? There's already yes, but quite have to a be bit good. of that in real baseball. Yeah. You know? <laughs> You'd have to be good to be able to do that, though, is the thing. Yeah. Mm. Uh, is there... Could you just have Gina Davis doing splits as part of the, the joke? Yeah, oh my god, I want to see... <laughs> now I want to see the ghost, uh, the ghost players at the Field of Dreams go up against the League of Their Own Peaches. No, you have to say the name of the league. It's the Rockford Peaches. Yeah, I said Peaches. After. Well, they're not a league. They're just a team. Come yeah, on. that's right. Yeah, they're in a no, league. I want to see own. them go up against the Racine Bells. Bells? I want to see them go up against the uh, River Bottom Garbage Band or whatever. Oh fuck no! the River Bottom Nightmare Nightmare Band. band. Right. <laughs> Band? What am I saying? <laughs> I want to see the garbage pail kids against the Riverbottom Nightmare Band. Oh man! In bowling, I want. I absolutely. We need to. All right. Here's the tour. Headlining is Gorillas. Opening for them is the Harlem Globetrotters playing baseball against the Riverbottom Nightmare Band. <laughs> uh huh. The end. That's, That's the whole yeah, thing. That's perfect as is. <laughs> The Archies and Josie and the Pussycats uh, do foxy boxing against each other. <laughs> That's the halftime yeah. show. But only the only the like C tier characters. I don't want to see Josie or Archie on this uh, ticket. Mm. I only want to see Mister Weatherby punching against Fiona. <laughs> uh, Alan Alan coming uh, punching Jughead in the face. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid. You get them from the movie, <laughs> Yeah! That character was almost definitely from the comic books, though. Oh, I have no idea. Maybe. <clears throat> uh, well, but yeah, it would be like a, a lookalike. When, like, the Kevin Costner lookalike at the Waterworld stunt show. Yeah. Oh, that'd be good. They... What would the Kevin Costner lookalike we're gonna have on the Field of Dreams, right? Oh, yeah. God, there's a lot oh, of Kevin shit. Costner lookalikes oh, required for this Kevin industry. Kevin Costner lookalike versus Kevin Costner lookalike in this. <laughs> Kevin Costner is the postman versus Kevin mm-hmm. Costner in Waterworld. It's he was Battle definitely of the Apocalypse. He was definitely in a Civil War movie at some point, right? Dance he has to have Wolves? been. Yeah, Dance so, yeah. Bulls. Costner versus Costner. Yeah, it's perfect. Mm-hmm. Okay, Bull Durham. Yep. 
Sure. Oh shit, yeah, that's already a baseball thing. <laughs> we already talked about this. How every movie we said every one of his movies is a golf movie as a joke because every one of his movies is a baseball movie. Yeah, in eighty eight and eighty nine he had two baseball movies like right in a row. He taught he taught Native Americans to play baseball in Dances with Wolves. Oh my god, that really? That true. can't be true. When was baseball yes. invented? Eighteen four before eighteen fifty. Huh. So it's fine. Now I want to. Why would you do that though? Why would you teach anyone to play baseball? <laughs> because you're Kevin Costner and you're you got brain worms. <laughs> I did. I did Control F on the uh, Wikipedia page for Dances with Wolves and typed in baseball and got zero results. Mm, I've seen the movie. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> I saw that Here's movie what I'm saying. You're da- you're, school. You're dance wolfing us. It's like gaslighting us Dances with Wolves. <laughs> if you were if you were immersed in another culture and had to teach them a sport. Like, teach them a sport where everyone doesn't have a specialized job to do. Yeah, <laughs> like soccer. You can't play baseball without at least two people knowing how to play it. Yeah. So how are you going to teach people to do it? Yeah, it's like, I mean, I guess there are specialized uh, roles in soccer and basketball and stuff, but it's like, but you can good at you it. can just yeah. play if everyone knows you got to put this ball in that hole. Exactly. Like... Being good at soccer requires knowing about all the different areas and, and like, positions to play or whatever, but you can play with just two people. You cannot play baseball without, like, eight people who all know what their specific job is. Yeah, there's no teaching in baseball. Mm. Yay, we did it. We have to stop referencing A League of Their Own, I think. <laughs> no. We it, like, three episodes <laughs> No, we can, I no, refuse. We <laughs> All right. Well, thanks everyone for listening to the show. If you liked it, please rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice and uh, let people know how they can find the show so that your friends will listen and you can talk about it with them. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, you can. Someone's laughing at me while I'm talking. Miss Louisa. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> I like the, uh, it was nice it was nice to think of <laughs> you recommending it to your friends so then you can have a conversation with them about the show later <laughs> yeah go ahead do it I dare you coward <laughs> um uh, if you want to get in touch with us you can find us on twitter at hackthenetpod or you can join our discord by messaging us on Mastodon. I'm at mattheron at mastodon.online. You can find all of my information at weaponizedlanguage.com um, including the link to my Mastodon, episodes of my other shows more episodes of this show. And you can find me on Mastodon at louisa at mastodon.xyz Alright gang, well thanks again for listening. Please come back next week. In the in the meantime, don't forget that you can fuck up on the internet in a, in many so many ways. Keep your pockets on track though. Eat your donuts. Fuck, I couldn't read my own writing. I really <laughs> fucked up that ending there. I like that you did because you were talking about how to fuck up in many different yeah, ways. It's yep. true. <laughs> it was intentional. Yes, very good.
I wanted to see if someone had compiled all of the ways which streaming versions of movies were edited, and I'm mostly finding services that allow you to edit the streaming version of a movie so that you can watch it with your uh, Christian family or whatever. Oh, God, Ooh, this is a great idea. <laughs> oh, God, I hate it. Yeah, me too. Because every tool that is invented for a stupid purpose can be used for the opposite purpose. Uh, why are you, so you're saying that we could use ClearPlay or VidAngel to add sex scenes into Netflix <laughs> I'm movies? you just make a super cut of sex scenes, all the sex scenes in Monster's Ball or whatever. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, doesn't that yeah, only have upsetting sex scenes? <laughs> yeah. I don't know, I've never so, seen Monster's Ball. <laughs> I was just trying to think of a movie that I know has so- several sex scenes in it. Okay, well, <laughs> I guess you found one. Yeah, right? <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't know what they're about. Yeah, I've never watched a movie. 